Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. I am proud to announce today that the Human Omaha Soccer Club has signed a letter of intent with Gallup to purchase 18 acres of land on the Gallup campus for a professional USL championship soccer stadium and mixed-use entertainment district. Welcome back to Herd Out Sports Radio here on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. Joining us now is the president of not only your Omaha Storm Chasers, but also Union Omaha, our friend Marty Cordero. Marty, on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline, how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. You know, um, it's been a been a whirlwind week quite honestly uh, prepping for yesterday but uh, the last 24 hours have have been a real momentous period for our franchise and um, you know a lot lot of a lot of good things happening you guys doing well this morning oh yeah always i can't imagine not doing great though on your end based on how everything has kind of transpired (laughs) over the last 24 hours you get to give that press conference yesterday and i'm sure i mean it was a long time coming for you i mean this has been in the works for you for at least a year's time i remember picking up on this stadium development project last season and i i want to think i i think i asked coach about it and he's like oh you got to talk more to marty about that (laughs) and here it is we get to do it now yeah yeah, absolutely. Mar- I remember that interview. Marty, I- I'm curious. You know, obviously th- things like this are in the works for a while. What were some of the reasons that you decided, like, hey, or as an organization it was decided, hey, like, we really want to have a dedicated soccer facility? Obviously, I'm sure there's some challenges of playing soccer on a baseball field, but what are some of the opportunities that you've outlined in being able to have a a dedicated soccer stadium, although it is kind of a mixed-use entertainment district. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it's it's a soccer-specific facility that will be able to play uh, field sports and have a number of other special events, um, rallies, community events, walks, 5Ks, maybe even high school football, 7-on-7, seven seven, um, combines, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked and, and, and considered a number of things. Uh, so yeah, but the stadium will be part, you know, of the development. It won't. It, it's not going to be the development. It'll be part of the development, and and it, will it be the centerpiece? Sure. Yeah. I mean, and and, and it, things will you know flow around it. But to answer your question, uh, you know, in 2020, we we quickly realized that the long for the long term viability of pro soccer here in the metro area, it wasn't in a baseball specific stadium that was retrofitted for soccer that we would 
really if we we had had to have a soccer specific stadium, and there are a number of reasons for that: cost of the field flip, lack of permanent signage, lack of uh, great sight lines. I mean, I can go on and on and mm-hmm. on. It's a list of nineteen or twenty twenty one reasons why that are business reasons, uh, and and then you, when you look at the younger demographic uh, of soccer, uh, you look at the fifteen to thirty five year olds now that are truly going to be following soccer and having more people follow soccer over the next 20 years as it continues to be a silver bullet in the, the sports landscape here in the States. 2020-2021 is when we really started to say, hey, you know, this is this is what will have to happen for, for a long time, for long-term viability. So we hired CSL in, in April of 21 to do a feasibility study. We got the report back in fall of, of 21, and it told us geographically where a stadium should be properly positioned in the metro, how many seats and different types of amenities. and But above all, the first thing it told us was, yes, Omaha is vibrant enough, viable enough, has, has the right demographic to support another sports facility. Because, yes, it is another entertainment <laughs> venue in town when you look at you know, when you look at all the, you know, the, the, you know, the concert venue that just recently opened at City Center and, you know, Stillhouse and, you know, for, forget sports venues and then the Gene Leahy Mall, everything that's happened. But isn't that what we want yeah. as a community? We want to be known as, wow, Omaha has all of this. Mm-hmm. You're damn right. That's what we want. <laughs> we want our kids to grow up. And, and that's that's where Gary Green has really put his money where his mouth is, you know, he's adopted Omaha as a second city. You know, he's he's a New Yorker that uh, that that bought a, a minor league baseball team in 2012 from Warren Buffett and, and and other investors, and he fell in love with the city. You know, it was a baseball investment, and now this really is for uh, um, uh, economic reasons from a standpoint of of trying to move the city forward and. You know, there are other cities that, that have this. Why not Omaha? So that, that, that was our take on it, and, and we've been hard at work on it, as I said, since April of 21, and we've had some start-stops, but here we are. Here we are now, and we're really excited about uh, what is going to happen just south of Abbott, just east of uh, Lot D at CHI Health Arena, and uh, it's gonna be it's going to be great. You know, 2026, can't get here soon enough. We're talking with Marty Cordero, president of Union Omaha and the Omaha Storm Chasers. Marty, you mentioned Gary kind of adopting Omaha, and if I'm not mistaken, you're a, a transplant here as well. Uh, what uh, what about Omaha has made, because, you know, the way you talk about Omaha sounds like how I talk about Omaha, the kind of the passionate, being passionate about developing the city and having new opportunities and things like that. What is it about the Omaha community for guys like Gary who come from a place like New York. Obviously there's plenty to do in New York and a guy like you who isn't necessarily from here originally that has kind of drawn you to be so passionate about this specific community. That's a great question. Uh, do we have an hour? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we got about four minutes if I'm being know, honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. Um, you know, here, I'll tell you, tell you my story. I moved here in October 1st of 2006 was my first day on the job. And in about 30 minutes, I realized at some point in time that if I was going to be someone uh, in in this marketplace, you know, I say be someone, someone that contributes, someone that gives back, that I had to give back. 
and I joined the ALS Association uh, Regional Board, and, and I could go down a list of how I became engaged in the community. So many of our community leaders, majority, uh, really, uh, they mean what, what they say out loud is how they live behind the scenes. And, of course, not everyone's like that. But, but to me, that's what this community is about because, you know, we're in a state of less than 2 million people. We're in a metro of just shy of a million people. We do things that most communities are at a million two, million five, million eight. They get done because of the power of relationships and the power of people. And and I think sometimes it gets lost uh, on some uh, on some here in the community that what we do have. And of course, I'm as guilty as a lot of people of saying, "Well, how come we don't do this? And how come we can't change that?" <laughs> That's human nature. But sometimes we need to step back. And I tell you, I, I'm proud that my three boys. Uh, grew up here uh two of them still live here and uh yeah i want them to to want to come back um and you know if we can continue to provide opportunities that 15 to 35 20 to 45 year olds want to do not what 60 65 75 year old people think young people want to do <laughs> and and that's really where this this, this soccer project has reminded me and taught me and that's really what this is about uh, and you know when we say we want to assist you know the urban core initiative of 30,000 residents and 30,000 new jobs by 2042 in, in the downtown area we have we that's we feel this is part of that and it's and it's you know, uh, core to, to what that plan is. And so it, we haven't even talked soccer during this interview, but it's, you know, it's, it's about how do we continue to keep Omaha where it is and raise the bar and raise the expectations. Marty, got about uh, a minute here, and I am just kind of want to branch off of what you were saying there about giving opportunity to the younger generation. And I guess my question to you is this, because I know a lot of people here uh, go to like cities like Kansas City to train if they want to get, you know, their their soccer elevated to a certain level. Is that what this facility provides too? That is something we would like to start, yes, is in a a youth academy. And Mm -hmm. we don't know at what age, we don't know what year we're starting it. You know, we don't have the facilities at Warner Park for that. Heck, our team doesn't even train here full-time. We have four or five different off-site locations we train at. So, you know, whether it it is in this facility or this facility is collaborative in maybe another training facility somewhere in the community that that our clubs would train at is to be determined. But offering that uh, to some degree at some level through a youth academy, a Union Omaha Youth Academy, absolutely is, is in our sights. That's Marty Cordero. He is the president not only of Union Omaha, but of the Omaha Storm Chasers as well. And that baseball season is a, is creeping up on us a little bit quicker than we anticipate. We can't wait to see you out at Warner Park again this spring, Marty. March 29th, first home game against uh, the Iowa Cubs. So we look to see you guys then. And then soccer kicks off at Warner on April 20th. A lot, lot of great things happening. Marking the calendar. You guys supporting local sports. Absolutely, Marty. We appreciate you as always. I'm sure we will catch up again soon. That is Marty Cordero. He's the president of Union Omaha and the Omaha Storm Chasers. Coming up next, we wrap up the week with our guy Matt Verzel here on Herd Sports Radio.